It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome back, double teamed female. How are we doing today? You may notice this week's episode is audio only. That's mainly because we're feeling very freaking lazy. We've we had, had a long weekend. We've had a long weekend. I'm never getting wine drunk again. Can we talk about that? Yeah. So Friday we did like a Friends Miss White Elephant gift exchange with our rave fam. And it was super fun. Yes. Um, but one of the one of activities... Our she loves uh, wine, and we were doing like a wine tasting for, for the white elephant. And yeah, I don't. I, I like wine. I drink it every once in a while, and I enjoy it. But I do feel like crap the next day. No, I I don't like wine. I've never liked wine. I oh, but I, I was like feeling festive. I mean, we don't drink that much anyway. But yeah. I was feeling festive, and around like three p.m., we cracked open a bottle. And all had a glass, and I was feeling... Okay, but that almond wine from Trader Joe's was actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I will admit to that. It was a white that wine. That was good. And it was a white almond wine, and it was fucking fantastic. And I had a glass. So if you see it at Trader Joe's, I don't remember what it was called, but it's a white wine made... Is it made of almonds? I have no idea. But Anyways, anyway, anyway... It um, was really good. You should it try it. It was really good. Um, and then I, I took a nap. And then we woke up, did the activities, did the eating and stuff. And then we did the wine tasting, which I only had, what, five tasting portions? Yeah, I had three or four. And then we stayed up until like 2 a.m. I didn't drink anything else after that. And then I had a massive headache. hangover yeah. headache the next day. I mean, I drank a lot of water in between because like Kimmy and I have sensitive kidneys. So we definitely can't drink too much. And so I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, if I drink a lot of water in between, maybe that'll like help kind of dilute it for my kidneys. So that's what I did. And it helped, but I still had a hangover. But then the next morning, like I had biscuits, I had coffee. I felt a lot better. Yeah. Well, and the worst part is the next morning we had like brunch and then we drove our asses home to L.A., Got ready, immediately went to John's Summit for a rave. Yeah, stayed up till like 5 a.m. Yes, we got zero. I got <laughs> and then the next morning, I didn't eat until like 8 p.m. So I just put it together. I had, in the last two days, two meals. That's it. It was not a self-care weekend, but it was a yeah. fun weekend. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't self-care at all. It was more like self-destruction. Every once in a while, you need a self-destructive weekend. Yeah. Just to remind you that you need the self-care weekends. I don't know. Also, but like a, a good self-destruction weekend, just like you reminded me that I'm fun, you know? I don't... I know. I don't always stay up till 5 a.m. I don't always stay up till fucking 2 a.m. I don't always drink. So it's like to, <laughs> to do that back to back, stay up drink go to a concert i did some extracurriculars there you know and then we stayed up till 5 a.m like it just reminded me that like i do have the energy 
to like be fun yeah to be fun and have a night out i mean on saturday night like after the concert we went to go see john summit so for any of you edm fans i love me some john summit that set was fucking killer he brought out subtronics who i also love so and the two of them together have really fun energy anyways and the concert ended at like 11 but then like we walked with like a group of our friends that we met there and we went to like this little house party and I just remember like when we were oh wait we walked to their car and then drove to the house party and when we drove I was in the trunk and I just remember I was back there uh not sober af and like I was uh, you know like on my phone texting <laughs> and someone was like where are you at and I was like uh in someone's trunk <laughs> and I was like you know what I am fun yeah it was a nice reminder that like my youth has not gone away and not that the youth is to be associated with poor decisions and writing in people's trunks um but you know I guess to me I kind of associate it with like the maybe not so responsible things that you do that are fun and you're just kind of like fuck it who cares i know and then there the, you are at the end of john summit i guess my friend's purse was in purse jail which was basically like a trailer at the end of the parking lot and you had to you know go in with a little ticket and give them your ticket so you could get your purse because she couldn't bring it in and i was not i was flashing people randomly <laughs> i was not sober af but she there was a long line and she gave me the ticket and it was me her and then our other friend who was like this tall blonde and I was like okay well the tall blonde needs to stay in this part at the end of the line in case my plan doesn't work and then I was like to my other friend who was like short and brunette like me I was like you're coming with me she's like this gives me anxiety I was like no no no, we'll be fine so what do I do I take the ticket and I just start walking like the whole line. Just like, hey, excuse me. Sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry. Excuse me. Let me get out of your way. And then I just get to the front of the line in like two seconds. And my friend's like, she's like, you're my hero. And I just remember she gave me the ticket. I gave it to them, got the purse. We were out. So I'm a little devious sometimes, too. Like, it's like those fun little moments. Side Sorry quest. to anyone that Kimi cut yeah that evening okay but if you think about it like at the beginning of the john summit concert there were those two girls because the line to get in was kind of long um there are two know, girls that were too. just like got on their phone pretended they were having a conversation and just started power walking the whole zigzag passing made, everyone yeah. yeah and they made it to the front and i'm like and i'm like that's the way to do it you know, like sometimes just pretend you're on a mission to find your friends and just, you know, cut the line. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's a dick move, but. Well, so at one summit, John, or at one point, John Summit played uh, Take It Off by Fisher. Oh, and yeah, I was just about to mention that. Nikki, of course. Okay. Had I'm sorry. to take her top off. Every single time Take It Off by Fisher plays, I have to take my top off. And I did. And, well, the people around us were all thrilled. <laughs> At least that was a way better crowd than the I one I was trying to use the Pashmina to cover her. It was way better than the crowd at Cross who looked um, disgusted by my, you know, nudity. Which I'm like, okay, all of you can fuck off. I have great tits. I think you're all just jealous. You don't have tits like mine. But anyway, <sighs> rolling this eyes. crowd was at least a lot better and receptive. But yeah, I will, I will usually take my top off at least once at a concert. If it's not Take It Off by Fisher, it's Losing It by Fisher. I'm losing it. Takes top off. Yeah. 
And it's guaranteed that a DJ will probably play one of those too. So I yeah. I was just I was thrilled that John Summit played uh My Girl by Vintage Culture. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I was, was having good. a fucking blast with that song. Anyways, the concert was super fun. Um, so, yeah, concert was fun, but as you can tell, like I had a rough weekend and I'm still feeling it today. We're recording Monday. And yeah, so that's why we're not doing videos just because like I'm on the struggle bus and like the come down has been a little. I'm fine because emotional. unlike Kami, I didn't do a shit ton of extracurriculars that sent me into whatever little spiral she found herself in. Uh, yeah, I dug deep and uh, boy, did I get there. So yeah, I would claw my way out. I was responsible. Well, I was not, and I'm very happy that I had... No, you had fun, and I'm, had we fun. both had fun, and I'm happy that we had fun, and at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah. You're healthy, you're happy, well, you're getting there, and you're alive. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, guys, so yeah, this is the last episode of the season. We're just going to take a little <clears throat> two-week break. We're yeah, at- since we took a Dubai, the Dubai break, we're going to be back sooner this time. So you'll hear our next episode on january 11th are we gonna do any like feed drops during maybe we should do some feed drops during maybe i break. don't know like some broke girl episodes that we've done or something i don't know but yeah i mean just to like i had a lot of sex this weekend and i just want to say i'm thrilled about it oh yeah nikki found a new boo okay she's smitten it's been three days relax okay see as you can tell she's <laughs> Not like me. <laughs> I am smitten. I really like him, but you know, let's be re- let's slow it down. Anyways, but I did have a lot of great sex this weekend, and I'm very happy about that. I love the sore feeling. You know, when you're like sore for a few days after. Yeah. And I've got some bruises on me, which is great. Love that for you. I know. I know. As long as, but you know, we are about to go see our mother for the holiday, so I'm trying to make sure that none of them are visible, which they're they. I don't think they are. Who cares? It's like she probably wouldn't even ask about it. Or she'd be like, how'd you get that bruise? And you could be like, oh, you know, I was walking and I hit my thigh on the ledge. Okay, well, what about one on my neck? What am I supposed to say to that? I don't know. You fell into... Oh, God, no. Some dick. (laughs) See, I know that, like, sometimes I think about it. I'm like, okay, I'm 30 now. Like, I probably shouldn't let... Okay, no, 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 no. Well, hold on. Let's stop that right there. What? Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm 30 now. I probably shouldn't let people give me hickeys. Fuck no. I love hickeys. I fucking love hickeys. I... I've had it with hickeys being an age thing. I don't care. Leave a room of bruises around my neck. Yeah, I love... I love bruises on my neck. I love hickeys. Like, bruises from uh, choking are also very welcomed. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I, I it just I, I get the feeling that people think hickeys after like the age of maybe 20 are like trashy. And I'm like, I personally could give a them. shit less. Could give a shit less. Yeah, I want them. However, I mean, if I am going to a certain function like family things or like, you know, something like business related. Yeah, I probably won't want a hickey. But otherwise, like if I'm at the gym and my neck and upper body are like covered in bruises, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I like, you know, exactly what I got up to. It feels like the guy's like pissed on me, you know, like he kind of marked his territory a little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's I think that's why I get off on it. No, that's why I get off on it, too. It's the claiming aspect. Yes. 
for sure. So, oh, did you check us into our flight? I did, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we had a really fun weekend. Yeah, and we had a great weekend. And I hope, you know what? Like, the holidays is a great time to start hoeing out. Your work schedule's not the same. You're probably stressed. There's a lot going on, a lot of events and activities. A lot of you are going back home. A lot of you are going back home. Okay, maybe don't. Have oh, I remember. Oh, who was it? I read this statistic once. Uh, and don't quote me on it because, like, I don't have it in front of me. But it was something along the lines of, like, uh, the day before Thanksgiving is one of the most, like, sexually active days of the year for people. <laughs> Because, like, everyone's going back home. They're going out to the bars. They're, like, you know, running into, like, their high school flame. And then they go hook up. But, yeah, I, someone had mentioned to me once that there was, like, a... They had released a statistic that said one of the most sexually active days was right before... The day before Thanksgiving. I think... But I do think... Does the that ho- even make sense, though? Like, why, why the day before Thanksgiving? Because people are, like traveling to places for thanksgiving and banging it out i don't know but i I find the holidays to be very sexually active i remember one year i went to an orgy on christmas eve there you got a bruise on your forehead for shoving a dildo on it yeah don't 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 suction cup dildos to your forehead yeah if that yeah yeah don't suction cup dildos to your forehead anyways um like people are throwing parties people have like you know, a lot of holiday-themed orgies and sex parties, I've noticed. New Year's Eve-themed ones. You know, people have, like, vacation and they're off work, so... And they're, you know, drinking at holiday parties and everything, so, like, inhibitions are lowered. Yeah, I think the holidays are uh, an active time frame. Is it the same for y'all? I'm curious. Let me know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I've been pretty active recently. As an update, I am fucking my neighbor. Yeah, so there's that. I think that's all I want to say on it right now. How did it happen? You want to at least give us that little story? Uh, yes. I went over there to smoke weed. And then my neighbor and I decided to go out and go dance. So we did. And we got a little drunk and went to like the Victorian in Venice and had us ourselves a little night. It was so fun. And then we started banging. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Cammy has been spending the night there almost every night that she's been home. And for me, that is annoying as fuck. Okay, you had a sleepover last night in fucking Santa Monica. So at least I'm local. It Please. wasn't. Uh, shut up. It was not that far. Don't Whatever. even. Nikki goes over to a guy's house. Doesn't tell me that she's spending the night. Doesn't I, I answer, told you I, sp- I was doesn't answer night. her phone for over 12 hours. I was like, okay, either the bitch is having a great time or she's dead. Which one is it? Okay, why so, don't, why, why, let's make the assumption, you know, the automatic assumption the bitch is having a great night. You would know if something was, had happened to me. But on top of that, you met this guy, so you know I'm fine. Do you think I would know, like, in my heart or, like, my intuition? Or do you feel like my, like, soul would cleave in half? Probably all three. I've definitely thought about it, and I'm like, I just know that, like, if you were in real danger, I would probably feel it in my body right away. And, mm-hmm. like, my soul would know. Like, my intuition would know. I, I think so, too. Yeah. That's why, like, a lot of times, like, if I'm worried about you, I just, like, immediately try to, like, tune into my intuition. And if it's, like, she's fine, relax, everything's okay, then I'm, like, okay, she's probably okay. But, yeah, I think we would, I think we would just know that about each other. So, yeah, I was fine. I was just having a great time, enjoying myself. I know you were fine. 
And I, I thought w- I told you I was going to spend the night. No, oh. you didn't. You know, but I'm really glad that we've both been having such active times recently. <gasps> it's kind of nice to have sex, like, daily. I forgot how much I love that. Yeah. I... I yeah. Because I... But for me, like, the more sex I have, the more sex I want. Yeah, that's... So, like, we're about to go see Mother for six days. That's going to be fucking brutal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because... And I can't even even bring my vibrator because we're sharing a bed. So, like, that's not going to happen. I wouldn't even want to masturbate in Mom's house. I feel like that's weird. I don't know if this is, like... (laughs) um, Oh, yeah. Do y'all masturbate at your parents' house when you visit (laughs) for the holidays? that's, That's what I wanted to know because I feel like even when I go... When I go over to someone else's house and I'm spending the night, whether it's like my friend or my my parents' house, like it feels weird masturbating there. And I'm like, is this just like an adult thing where you're just like, you know, not to masturbate? There? I think it's probably shame because, you know, like that's where, like where you, likely it's where you grew up or it's like, you know, the energy of like your parents and, you know, likely your parents shamed you for sex. So it's like it just all kind of pools together. Isn't but like it? I remember, for example, like, you know, when I was married and we would go, like, you know, stay at his parents' house for Christmas or, like, stay at my parents' house. Like, we rarely ever did anything sexual because it just felt so weird to, like, do something. I know. And that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, for couples that are going over to their in-laws or their parents' houses for the holidays, are they fucking there? I know. I want to know. Can you all let us know? Write in. Like, hey, do you all fuck? What is it? Is it weird? Do you try to be quiet? Because, like, you know, sometimes if you go visit, you know, someone's parents for, like, a week, like... That's, for some people, that can feel like a long time. Yeah. Or maybe they're just fucking anyway. Anyways. Or maybe shower sex is an option. You know what? I've done that at mom and dad's house. What? With who? With my ex-fiance. I didn't know that. shower sex. I was brushing my teeth and he just stuck it in for five minutes, came, and then. Well, okay. But he needed it, so I was like, hey, whatever. I, I do think the bathroom feels a little safer. Yeah, and like it still <laughs> felt weird. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. But yeah, I'm about to... It's been like super active for the it's last been few weeks. One week since you looked <laughs> And now we're about to go see mom and it's going to be like six days of like nothing, which is fine. I will survive. I will survive. Hey, hey, da, 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 da. Okay. I actually can't. I'm so congested. I can't hear out of my right ear. So I have no idea what I sound like right now. But anyways, moving on. So, I mean, moral of the story is, uh, yes, we have fucked our neighbors. We've been having a great few weeks. <gasps> oh, wait, I didn't. So I've had a lot going on. Man, I haven't. I don't know. I went on a blind date. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. That I drove three hours to go to. And okay, but let me explain. Let me explain. Okay, there was a guy. You spilled the tea on this on. I know on Steph's pod, but that comes out in two weeks, and not everyone from our pod listens to Steph, so it's fine. Yeah. Anyways, so a few weeks ago, I noticed that someone added me on Instagram, and I was like, who is this? And I go look at our mutual friend, and it's a guy that I went on a date with like two years ago. And like, we had a few great dates and hooked up and whatever, but we just decided like we're just better off as friends. There's not like any romantic spark. But that was our one mutual friend, and I was like, okay, interesting, whatever. And then a week later, he messages me, and he was like, hey, I heard we would get along well. And, like, we really hit it off in conversation. Only problem was he lived in San Diego, which is, like, a three-hour drive from here. 
Anyways, at first I was like, I'm not about to drive, even though like conversation was great. We were really hitting it off. I was like, I don't know how I feel about driving all the way down there. He can come up here. And he was planning to, he was going to like come up like the following Monday or whatever. But then like Saturday, he's like, oh, I'm going to this event tonight. He was like, do you want to come with? Do you want to drive down? And I didn't have anything to do. And I was like, you know what? Actually, instead of having him drive up here to Los Angeles, I was like, it's probably better if I drive down there because like I have a lot of friends in San Diego. Our whole rave fam lives there. I'm like, if, if shit goes south, I have three places I can stay for the night and like I have an escape plan. So I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe instead of having him come up here, um, cause I don't know that he necessarily had any escape plans up here. So it's like, if it went bad, then what? He's just here at my house. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want to deal with that. Yeah. I don't want to deal honest. with that either. So I was like, that way I have the freedom to leave, which is interesting. Cause like so many people are like, it's better to have people over at your house where you know, the lay of the land, you know, where you have everything. And I get that. But like, I would, I am, have always been the kind where I much rather go to the person's house so that like, if needed, I can leave whenever the fuck I want to. Yeah. Otherwise, like, what are you going to do? Shove someone out of your house? No. I also don't want people to know where I live unless I trust them. Exactly. So, and I don't know, you and I have never been the kind to really, like, have guys over a ton. No. We've always been the ones that we go over to their house instead. Yeah, I mean. A, because we don't want to hear each other have sex. Yeah, B, we have a lot of pets. B, we have a lot of pets, and the my pets speed, are like. I don't like people in my space. I'm yeah, like, I don't like people at my place. Anyways. So I drove down, we hung out, we had a great time, and I really liked it. However, I realized, I was like, you know what, I still need to give myself some more time to process my feelings for Calvin, as we all know. And so, and I and I told the guy, I was like, look, we can keep hooking up if, whenever I head down to San Diego, whatever, but otherwise, like, I'm good. And I think he was a little bummed, but... At least you were honest, you know? I was honest, yeah, and then... So yeah, I drove three hours for that and, but it was very like, it was a, it was good. It was like very clarifying for me. I felt like after that, I saw my play partner recently after that and I pegged him. That was really exciting. Oh my God, I forgot you pegged him. Yeah, I haven't pegged anyone since, uh, man, it's been over a year. Yeah, over a year. And I just remember like at one point he was on top, like riding the dildo. And I was just, like, looking up at him, and I was like, I see now why men are gay. Like, really? Yeah. I was like, it is so hot watching a dude ride a dildo. So oh, fucking shit. hot. I want to try that. Yeah. I don't have any play partners right now that are down for that. Yeah. Well, so. actually, I haven't really. And then I did hook up with our neighbor as well. Um, That was not planned. We were all just hanging out watching, like, TV, and then at one point, Cammie and the other neighbor went upstairs, and then... The other, the third one that lives there went to sleep and then he was just, he was just like, you want to hook up? And I was like, sure. Yeah, why not? And a homie is hung like a horse. (laughs) Nicole, you keep saying that. He is. I was like, fuck, dude. And he knows he's big. Like, you know, when a guy just like knows they're big. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of attitude and energy about it. hundred percent. Wow. And so... I was like, I was surprised, pleasantly. Reminded me a lot of Calvin's dick. I know you've said that. And also, even talk closer to your bike. And even soft, like it was pretty impressive, soft. So good for him. That was Yay, great. Yay, neighbor, with the big yeah. Dick. And then I met this other guy who I were like, you know what? I'll. I am enjoying myself right now. No complaints. I. I'm just seeing where life takes me. I feel like I'm starting to truly surrender to the experience. I don't know. 
But yeah, it's been it's been an active few weeks and it's been fun. Well, I guess for me, once I started fucking the neighbor, that's really the only person I've been doing. So, uh. yeah, I don't want to say that Cammy has been annoying, but you know what she does. She does that thing where she gets attached and like, yeah, yeah, and and moves too fast. And like, that's that's very much a thing. No, still but I'm trying on. to slow it down right now. So give me some give me some credit right now. Fine. I am trying to be realistic. Yay. I just, you know, like you were saying the other you know, day. Like, I, I just, I can't, I know, I can't be Delulu. But that's the thing. It's like there are certain things that, yes, absolutely be delusional about them. But there are other things that, like, no, it, it, this is not the time to be delusional. This is the time to be realistic. I know. Look, I already talked about all of this with my therapist. I don't need you to hash it out again. No, I she know. She had me envision patience and waiting and, you know slowing down like we we did a whole exercise on this and did it work i think it definitely helped it grounded me now i need to just keep doing it almost daily really because this morning you were all like i'm so attached so okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No but I'll give you time and space. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Anyways, at least with me, like before my neighbor and I hooked up, I told him, I was like, look, dude, we're neighbors. We're going to live like right across from each other. And like, we're literally like, we see these guys every day. You know, like in passing, you know, from across our units, everything. They're super cool. We love them. But yeah, I... I, They are really great guys. They are great guys. Uh, I like them a lot. I'm just saying, you know, before we did anything, I was like, look, dude, we're neighbors. You know, we both signed year leases (laughs) that we just started. And um, this this can't be, you know, if this ends, this can't be weird. It can't be awkward. No hard feelings. He was like, I'm totally with you. I got it. We're cool. I was like, great. Um, and obviously, like, him and I, we've hooked up less than, you know, Cammie and her neighbor, dude. What I find funny, though, is I remember one time he was telling me, he was like, it's so funny because, because I, I, was it you that told him how our dibs system works? Uh, I think so. You told yours that, like, you called dibs on him and I called dibs on the other one. Uh-huh. If anything were to ever happen. And, you know, that's how Cammie and I operate. Like, when we see a guy, we'll be like, dibs. And, you know, the other will respect it. Anyways, and I just remember one time I was hooking up with him and he looked at me and he goes, it's so funny because, like, I had called dibs on you and he had called dibs on her. So he was like, I love that everyone went for who they wanted. And it both and it worked out on both sides. Anyways, sometimes the universe do be like that. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. But where was I going with that? I totally forgot. I don't know. I don't know either, but we can get off the subject of that. It's not something I recommend. I'm pretty sure someone wrote in once about like when they they were a couple and they had a foursome with their neighbors and then it went south. Yeah, and now their neighbors won't talk to them. Yeah, yeah and they need I to give it time. I think that'll happen with these guys, you know? Like, I, I feel like whatever happens will all be... I, I've already talked to my neighbor friend. We were having a few discussions yesterday. And we, we, you know, we told each other, like, at the end of the day, we both want to be really good friends and you know have a strong friendship and we care about each other so it'll be fine we'll always have our friendship it'll be fine 
Although I just, I still don't know if it's something I'd recommend. But you know what? You, you do you, boo. It's so fucking convenient. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Let's. We had a listener email. Oh, with this one, we're going to be completely changing gears. The subject says sexless relationship, but amazing relationship. That's tough. Ooh. Message says my fiance and I have a great relationship with each other. But sex has always been an issue with us. I've always wanted sex more than her. We have sex one to two times a month, if that. We have considered that she might be asexual, but she loves smut and does masturbate often. She is on antidepressants as well. I take care of the majority of the household chores. I work two jobs and she works labor job, currently trying to switch to a less demanding job. I hope that she is just exhausted from working so hard, but... She has only been working this job for two years. We've been together for five years, and sexually, I've never felt satisfied with our relationship. In almost every relationship, this has eventually become a problem. Am I the problem? What should I do? For starters, I don't think he's the problem. Well, I mean, everybody just has different sex. Uh, well, oh, yeah, it's a guy. He, I see his name. Okay, it's a guy. I don't want to assume gender. I, I don't believe he is the problem, and I'm sorry that you guys are going through this because that is tough. And it's really tough, like, when a relationship is great, like, all around, except the sex. Because, like, I don't, you can't ignore the fact that, like, sex is really important in a relationship. I mean, I went through this with my ex. Which one? Oh. Mike, oh, 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 who oh. I ran into at the fucking John Summit concert. That was interesting. But anyways, it was good to see him, though. He looks good. He looks great. Yeah. I, it was it was nice to run into him, um, but it was definitely a little bit awkward, and uh, he looked a little sad at one point. But I, I, I know how this person feels because it does really suck when, like, you care for someone, you have an amazing relationship in the sense of, you know, you have fun together, you have a good life, you know, you're in sync about a lot of things, but then, like, the sex is just not there. Um, that was, like, the main, that was a big problem for my ex and I for a long time. Or for a while there, and it eventually that's why the reason the reason why we ended things. Every at the end of the day, like you do have your sexual needs, and I feel like, you know, when it comes to a relationship, like the emotions and the the daily life and the sexual aspect all tie in together equally. Mm-hmm. And it's just so interesting, like how much. I mean, I don't know why, just like, mm. I don't know, I was just thinking, it just um, like popped up into my head where I was just like, how interesting that like sexual chemistry and sex in a relationship does matter so much. But it like does, ev- there's there's no ignoring it, yeah, but, it, but, but it shouldn't be does. the entire relationship. Like I think sex is important, sex needs to be addressed and it, you need to have a, a healthy sexual relationship, but he- but sex can't be the focus or the core of the relationship. I agree yeah. with that. I guess I'm curious, you know, if she loves smut and she does masturbate, so what? there's a drive there. I don't think she's asexual, no. but she's on antidepressants and she works a labor job, so maybe it's like very like exhausting or demanding. But like... Think about like the difference between like reading or masturbating and partnered sex is obviously masturbating can be quickly done in less than five minutes given the right tools what that tells me though and i'm sorry to say this or what it makes me think is she's more platonically uh 
attracted to her partner like in terms of like a friendship and the company and the comfort and all of that rather than sexually attracted to her partner that could be a possibility do you think because i don't think she's asexual well granted i don't know everything about this we're only working with the details we have here but if she loves smut and she loves masturbating the drive is there i don't believe she's asexual however the drive is there but the drive towards him isn't exactly the drive towards him is not there so maybe they need to add something to spice it up. The antidepressants might be affecting her body chemistry in relation to like attraction to him. Yeah, that could be it. But there's some and sort of And antidepressants in general do lower your sex drive, right? Yeah. No, they can't. I'm Cammy and I have never been on antidepressants, so I don't know, but like from no. at least from a lot of the things that I've read, a lot of times it does absolutely kill your libido. I'm curious if she's also on birth control because if she's on antidepressants and birth control, chances are she has nothing of a libido yeah birth control ruined my libido i but yeah i, I will I say this wanted like sex though it's just yeah not, i just was my body took a lot longer to get there but yeah it could be it could be maybe that like there isn't as much of a sexual attraction but like everything else lines up so she's she's choosing the the comfort and the stability and the you know that side of the connection instead of the romantic and the sexual and passionate side like that could be thing and that is a choice but like I think y'all need to be having conversations about this maybe next time ask her like what do you feel romantically attracted to me do you feel sexually attracted to me if so what about you or what, what about me excites you? What about yeah. having sex with me excites you? Like, try to maybe get a little bit more into her mind, into her psyche about, like, what she finds sexually or romantically attractive about you so you can see. And, like, and, I'm, and if she struggles to answer that question, then maybe it would give you the answer that, like, perhaps that romantic or sexual link is missing or blocked in some way, and that could be an issue. And also how, uh, yeah, there's... But, it, but let me let me say this. With that, that, even if, like, that is the case, that is not because of you. You are not the problem. Sometimes, especially if she's, like, on medications or things like that, like, our body... Also bot- just, you know, five years together. Yeah, five years together. That's true. That's a long time. Sometimes, you know, the, like, that kind of chemistry, either it gets blocked, goes away, isn't there, whatever... And, like, that's not your fault. That's not the other person's fault. And that sometimes is just you have to reintroduce that chemistry, you know, via intimacy and, in like, the most basic forms. Yeah. I mean, I remember, like, for example, I was, you know, with my ex-husband for almost 10 years. We were married for seven years. And there were times where, like, you know... There was a bit of a dry spell. I think the longest we ever went without sex was often when he was deployed, which is like three, three to four months. Um, but then, like, for example, when he was home, sometimes we would have sex three, four, five times a week. Other times we would have sex once a week. Like, there was definitely an ebb and a flow to it. But I think what I noticed was that there were, like, lulls and peaks there were times where I was, like, super into him, super attracted to him, like, very sexually turned on, and others where I was just, like, eh. And, like, that was normal. But, like, I remember at first it used to scare me. At first I was, like, oh, shit, I'm not attracted to my husband anymore. But then after a while, like, I started noticing the pattern that there was an ebb and a flow, a lull and a peak. So then that made me feel better, and that made me feel like, okay, well, next time there's a lull, I can, like, find comfort in the fact that, like, it will come back, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would say... Like, Nikki, 
suggested start with the questions hey let's talk about our sex life and our intimacy do you find me attractive do i turn you on what about me turns you on what about me excites you do you look forward or you know just what she looks forward to when she has sex with you like what's her favorite part about it maybe start with that and then from there like I don't know maybe dumb it down to like okay you do you do a night of like teasing only not sex or you know you take a hot bath together or you go get massages together or you massage each other just do like non-sexual acts that can lead to sex but are more like slowed down and intimate start there and then see if that turns her on more yeah, act like you've never had sex before and, like, start from the beginning. Like, yeah. you know, when you were when you were first dating and you're like, okay, maybe we haven't had sex yet, but we're, like, you know, we're kissing or, like, we're cuddling and, you know, enjoying all of that, but, like, you haven't, like, done the deed yet. Maybe treat it like that. I will note, though, I mean, he did say he works two jobs, does all the household chores. She works a very labor-intensive job. Maybe there needs to be discussion about, too, like, hey, how can we make more time to, like, wind down, relax, and, you know get in touch with our bodies together because chances like most of the time when you're exhausted your drive goes out the window yeah when you are so tired your sex drive yeah well and discuss like okay how can what what steps can we take to get to sex once a week yeah but also like figure out like okay what what are each of your goals okay so like say for you sex three times a week is preferred but for her sex once a week is preferred okay so maybe you can try to settle at two yeah meet in the middle and then see how you can make that happen. Do you need to schedule it? Do you need to have some more discussions about what's actually going to turn you on? Do you need to be like right there eating her pussy while she's reading these smut books? Yeah, and then incorporate the books into this session. I know that's I, I had, don't think men do that enough. I know. I had if a, a guy friend, was eating me out while I was reading one of those books, I would immediately I'd be want sex. Thrilled. Yeah, it's same. I would be thrilled as well. I had a friend tell me the other day she got her husband into the Court of Thorns and Roses series because um she would have him or she would read the book aloud while he would fuck her love that right makes me want to read a book while i'm getting railed i've already expressed interest in that now i'm just waiting for the universe to deliver there have been so many times where i was like reading a book and i like felt so wet and so turned on that i was like i want to have sex right now exactly like put the book down for a second bang it out and then go back to reading the book <laughs> yeah not so sarah j moss those with her and her fucking slow, slow burns. burns fuck that no but also like if she what about like a mutual masturbation session Ooh, that would so be a good place to start if yeah. she likes to masturbate a lot maybe ask her hey can i watch or next or time like, you're masturbating hey, can, can I, I masturbate next to you yeah can i masturbate next to you that's a good idea I, I like that you know Whatever that looks like, start from the places that to already, you know, get her going. That's that's a good point. Start where with, with what's already turning her on. Yeah. I like that advice a lot. Man, that's just hard. It is hard. I and know. And I feel know, bad because we I went know. from like all this like, we're having so much sex to this thing. Like, Yay, sex. Well, you know, I guess like, and especially because we did an episode on this not long ago, you know, where people were writing in like how long it's been since they've had sex in a relationship and i understand that sometimes like you stay for the person and not for the sex and that is a choice and that is a valid choice yeah that is a choice i agree 
And yes, it is valid. But also, like, I mean, my advice there is don't be self-sacrificing. Like, it's actually truly upsetting you. I know. At some point, you're going to have to have some very tough conversations with yourself and be like, what is worth it and what is not? Because I, I believe that life is meant to be lived for pleasure. Yeah. And pleasure can come from a variety of sources. You don't Food. know if once you're up there, whatever universe you're at after you die, if you can have physical sex. I, I Now, granted, you all know I'm spiritual, and this is just my belief, but I really do think that a reason that a lot of souls come to Earth is because this is one of the places where we get to feel physical physical touch and pleasure in its like emotions uh yeah and emotions where we get to feel the most and that's what people like about it because i don't think in like the heavens or the universe or like wherever our soul goes after we die like i don't think up there we can actually feel feel like things feel feelings feel pleasure feel touch all of that orgasms whatever so i really do think like our a lot of times we are here on earth, yes, to learn, to have a human experience, to live, make a life of ourselves, have happy and joyous experiences. But I also it is, I also think it is to feel. Feel the good, the bad, the ugly, but also feel pleasure, feel orgasms, feel excitement, feel all of those things. So it's like don't rob yourself of that. You know, we have this one life to live. I, the, the last thing you want to do is, you know, get to like 60. All of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm ready to make a change. And like your body's not the same. You can still have a lot of great sex at 60. Don't get me wrong. At least from what I've seen and heard, you definitely can. But, you know, you're not, you're not, you're still the body is different. You're not where you, where you would be physically exactly. to have sex. So it's like, have those tough conversations with yourself. What really matters to me? What do I really want? And like, yes, yeah, sometimes throwing away a five-year relationship over the subject of sex to some people maybe can feel silly or can feel shallow or self-centered any of that but I think like I, I I don't think so I think it's valid if you decide to end a relationship because it's not sexually satisfactory and you want to have a better sex life then and you know yes it hurts to throw away five years of connection and five years of commitment but like you do it anyway for yourself like I think that is admirable I think that is valid and I think at the end of the day like you do need to do what's best for you I mean I feel like sex is just as valid as any reason to end a relationship as any other you know like if your partner constantly lies to you like you know you've been together for five years but they tell little white lies all the time and maybe that hurts you like okay ending the relationship for that is totally valid it's the same if your partner's not sexually pleasing you like and sex is important to you and you want you know something more like then go find that elsewhere i also don't know if this couple is i'm assuming they're not open i know i was gonna wonder I'm that too i'm like you could always try that could always try opening the relationship as yeah as a last di- last ditch effort but what will what what God, you have I can't do a lot of work for that Ooh. what that will do is highlight the issue of a lack of sex even more so yeah so if you open up thinking okay maybe i can at least get sex here and maybe you know first thing you start from within and then they can yeah start within from from start from within first give give it some more tries have some more discussions if that doesn't lead anywhere you know and maybe the non-monogamy is on the table consider that just know that it will highlight the issue even more so and will probably cause a lot of hard emotions to show up but, you know, that is an effort. Or decide, am I going to stay or am I going to go? I hope that helped. I end up talking about sex so much in my life that I'm just so used to it. I know, me too. That sometimes I'm just like, I see when other people are like a lot more bashful around the subject. And I'm like, damn. And I think I said this on a 
our episode with Dr. Tara. I'm like, damn, am I just a pervert because I talk about sex all the time? Like, what the fuck? I don't think I am. I just no, but I think you know the subject. Well, we've built an entire podcast around our sex lives. Like, exactly. It's also like I'm just so comfortable with the subject. I don't see it as taboo. I know. So. Like I was thinking the other day when I took my top off at the concert, I just like. Le- flashed my boobs in general not at people just in general i like i remember someone one of the guys in the group had me to comment that you know it was like great that i was like so comfortable with my body and i was like i've been so used to being naked around multiple people at sex parties like at sex parties i've walked around naked when there's like 80 people in the room i am just very comfortable with my body and like it just feels so normal to me i know but any everyone else didn't consent to that i don't know they don't have to look but on top That's of that, true. like, you know. Everyone is looking forward. You yeah. Know, so but it's also, it's like my boobs. It's not like I'm flashing my genitals at anyone. Like, we've all seen nipples. Like, uh, I, that's enough. Don't. that. If anything, that's a little bit misogynistic because it's like no, men walk around shirtless all the time and people don't say shit about that. I know. It is. So it's like, I don't understand why suddenly, you know, when there's. And, and men have nipples, too. But suddenly when yeah. there's fatty tissue underneath, then all of a sudden people have a problem with it. I know. It sucks. So, whatever. Anyways, That's I hope funny. that helped, Mr. Man. I don't I don't want to say your name on here. But I wish you two the best, and I hope y'all get it sorted out. And Yeah, um, I hope y'all get it figured out. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Relationships are weird. Life is weird. Life is hard. I've been telling myself that a lot recently. I think I've just been having a lot of existential crises. Too many of them to count. And now I'm just like, what is everything? What is life? Why are we here? Why do things matter? I hate existential crises. I know, me too. Anyways, I hope you guys have a great holiday season. I hope you have a great um, time with your families or whatever you're doing for the holidays. Please be safe on New Year's. Yes, please be safe on New Year's. Call an Uber if you need to. And we will see you guys when you get back. If you do have sex at your parents, when you go over there, please write in. Let us know. Does it feel weird? Like I said, I... I if from memory I think my ex and I had sex at his parents house maybe once in like nearly 10 years maybe once I think that makes maybe sense. twice just yeah. kidding I can remember once exactly maybe twice so it wasn't often it just always felt too weird so anyways yeah let us know love you guys thank you for tuning in don't forget we're condoms and you know where to find us doubleteampodcast.com has all the links if you want to leave wanna, us a five-star review please, please. as a if you want to give us a christmas gift a five-star review would be lovely and then if you're trying to save money on you know holiday shopping check out our link tree to see if we have any codes that would be of use to you yeah love you we guys. love you guys i hope you have a great rest of your 2023 don't forget to do your manifestations for 2024 and we will see you in the new year bye i hate the way you say bye okay how how the fuck am i supposed to say it bye Bye. okay is it what's wrong with that i don't get it no i just don't like it okay bye like that's so fucking boring well i don't like the way you swallow water like you do it way too fucking aggressively i can hear it from across the room yes you do Okay, but not as aggressively as you do. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.